Welcome to Drinks at the Doll, Episode 3, Lost Girl, the Game App, and Official Merchandise. You're listening to Drinks at the Doll, a podcast waystation for Lost Girl fans. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And some of you are probably thinking, wait a minute, didn't she say at the end of episode two that the next episode was going to be about how sexuality is portrayed on the show? And you're right, gentle listener, I did say that. However, we encountered a little technical difficulty in the editing phase of that episode, so it has been delayed until next week. If you're really looking forward to that episode, I apologize that you have to wait, but rest assured that it is still on its way. So instead, in this episode, we're going to talk about Lost Girl official merchandise, or rather, the lack of official merchandise. To date, the only official Lost Girl product that has been released is a mobile app game called, very creatively, Lost Girl the Game. It launched February 20th in the United States. It had previously been released in Australia and Canada. And the description of the game reads, Lost Girl the Game is a completely free, mystery-style, hidden object game based on the hit TV series Lost Girl. In Lost Girl the Game, you can create your own supernatural fae and step into a world where myths and legendary creatures live in secret alongside humans. Meet characters from the TV series as well as other players online and work with them to overcome an unspeakable evil that threatens all of existence. So it's currently available through the iTunes App Store for iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch, and it's available through Google Play for Android devices. However, I do not own any of those things. I know. I know. It's like I'm a Puritan or something. So I haven't had the opportunity to play the game. So Annie, can you kind of give an overview of how the game works? Well, I play the game on an iPhone, so what the nice thing is is that you can create your own fake character from the opening screen. That's the first thing you do. Or if you don't want to go through all the steps of creating one, you can have one made for you. And and then you can play up to three fake characters at once. You start out at the Dalriata, and so then there's Trick, and he guides you along to the basics of the game. Uh, in the game, you're a player. It starts with a number of energy points. They look like uh, little lightning bolts in the game. And you need a certain number of energy points to explore locations, like the Dal Riata fireplace or the bar or Trick's lair. And after you find a number of objects in each location, then you get a number of points and also a number of coins for each successful find. And if you get stuck trying to find items in a location, then you can use your fate powers, like, you know, you can use your wolf powers to see all the items in the room, or you can use uh, a couple other powers, and then they'll help you, guide you through the room, and then you can get, you know, different objects. And these are also objects that you might need that you get in reward uh, to help you along with the mystery of the game. So... Once you get a certain number of coins, you can use them to purchase items such as weapons, or you could purchase cool clothing for your fake character. Although the clothing, as I understand it, you don't really need to purchase it. It just makes you look cool. (laughs) Or other miscellaneous objects. And then once you reach a certain number of points, then you go up a level. And then with each successful level, you're awarded gems. And these increase your overall energy points. So say you might start off with... 50 energy points, and if you get to level 2, you'll go up to 60 energy points. So, um, and then the gems can be used to buy weapons or to unlock certain puzzles, because you get to certain puzzles like, 
rewire this rewiring box or put together this, it's kind of like a puzzle box where put all the pieces in order. And I'm terrible at these kind of puzzles. So sometimes if I have enough gems, I'll just go screw it and hit solve just to get out of that level so I can go to the next level. And as you go through levels, then you unlock different locations in the city. You get to go to the Morgan's High Rise or the police station and hang out with, you know, Dyson or, you know, the clubhouse or Lauren's apartment, which is a hot location, I hear. You also get to fight ogres and pain eaters, you know, bodyguards, and you know, which is really neat because these are all actual things that exist in the TV series. And you can defeat them by using your fey powers. And uh, it's kind of like a Mortal Kombat kind of thing where you just punch each other. Uh, very amusingly, you can punch each other in the crotch or get punched in the crotch, man or woman. <laughs> and, Does it have uh, like really great fake blood that spews off of you when you get hit? Unfortunately oh. not. There's no blood. This is a PG rated game, but they all make the same ah, sounds over and over again. So after a while, you're like, can't the enemy or me make any other kind of grunting noise? Can we get some variety here? And then, you know, you encounter Bo, Lauren, Trick, Kenzie, and Dyson, and the whole gang. They call you on your cell phone, so they appear, and they go, go here, or go there. And it, fortunately, it's not some gamer voice done in. As far as I could tell, it is voices of the actual actors, and they probably just got it from voiceover work or whatever. But, you know, that's a nice little touch. So there you go. That's kind of an outline, but it's kind of easier to be seen than described. And so what do you what do you think are some of like the good features of the game or like the cool features of the game? Well, like I said, the cool feature is that you can create your own fae from the start and you can name your own character. Some fans have been really creative with their names. Danny L., uh, Docubus Danny, named hers Patsy Sewer, which of course is uh, Zoe Palmer's character in Instant Star. And I named my succubus, I named her Carly Grieg, which is Zoe Palmer's character from the, gar from the Guard. So it's really interesting at a point when Lauren calls you in the game and she goes, Hello, is Carly Grieg here? And it's just really trippy if you put it like that. It's very that. meta. So it's pretty fun. It's very meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All the worlds, all the fandoms colliding. And the graphics are really well done and they're really detailed. And it mirrors the actual production design of the actual show to a T. When you go in Lauren's apartment, all that weird lesbian art is actually there. Like, that weird uh, white, thi you know, white thing on the floor that I keep trying to figure out what it is. Mm -hmm. For a while, I actually, this is just my own take on the show, for a while I thought that design was there, and it was put in there to cover up the bloodstain left by Nadia. But actually, that's there before she gets killed. But that's actually in the game. And then, of course, you have... I think it's the painting or kind of abstract thing of the two women making out. So when you explore Lauren's kitchen, that's what you see. And now when I watch the show, I go and I, I'm looking at the Dal Riata scenes, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's that portrait that I have to pick up, and there's, there's the hourglass, and there's all this stuff. So the designers of the game actually did take note of the production design in the series. So that's really amusing for fans of the series to look that's at That's very cool. You know, there's, like, the bar stools from the kitchen of the clubhouse. Mm -hmm. They're in the clubhouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so little things like that. I think the real, the pro, one uh, real neat thing about the game is, or one pro is, at least for me, once you get the hang of the game, it gets really addictive. 
So I had like nights and nights staying up until 2 a.m. going, must go to next level. I don't care if I've explored this room 30 times. I am going to find what Bo needs me to find or whoever. So it's very addictive. Or it can be very frustrating. So it's, I'll talk a bit about that later. But uh, So it's a good, entertaining time waster, like many apps and silly games are on iTunes or on uh, through apps. And um, if you choose to get notifications on your phone, you'll get notifications like after a certain amount, your character recharges its energy. So you'll get this pop-up on your phone from Bo going, Hello, Carly Grieg is at full energy. Nothing can stop you now. So I literally had just about five of those on my phone because I was doing the notes for this podcast and I was, you know, looking at certain things. And, and Bo will not leave me alone right now. And I'm like, Dude, don't you have a doctor to go find or something like that? Or aren't you lost in Odin's world? Leave me alone. Stop. See, I, I would think notifications from Bo telling you that nothing could stop you now would be like a big boost to your self-esteem. But maybe that's just me. Exactly. But but uh, I know when you're busy, you're just like, not again. Or like, you know, unfortunately, it's like three in the morning and you're trying to sleep. And you're all, God, Bo, would you just... Uh, but. Most of the time, it's spectacularly cool, so <laughs> I don't mind. And the big plus for the game is that it shows, and you, ex- well, you don't actually explore these locations, but when you look at the location setting for each, or when you look at the setting for each location, it's kind of like a floor plan. So you'll have the Dal Riata, you'll have the fireplace over here, you'll have the bar, you'll have Trick's Lair. So in the clubhouse, you have you know, the downstairs portion with the living room and the kitchen, and then upstairs with Bo's bedroom and the bathroom. And it does show Kenzie's bedroom. So Kenzie's bedroom exists in the game, so we hope it will exist in the TV show in the fourth season. The same thing, it shows that Lauren's apartment does have a second floor. And the funny thing is, is that both of Lauren's apartment in her bedroom and in Bo's bedroom, both the beds are unmade. Hmm. So... You wonder what's going on there. Interesting. You know, we've had some recent Docubus action there, but the fact that they programmed it in the game is so hilarious. Okay, so those are those are some of the, the positive aspects of the game. You get to create your own character. You get to see a lot of the locations from the show inside of this game, including locations you've never seen before. So what are you think are some of the some of the drawbacks to the to the game? I know we got a lot of feedback from folks on Twitter about experiencing some glitches. Yeah, that was the problem, was, you know, I downloaded the game the minute it came out, and I'm like, this is taking forever. Like, every time you go to, okay, you solve your little location, and you find all the items in Trick's bar, and then it will go back to load, and it takes forever. And then you can go to a map of the city to go in between locations, like the Dal Riata, or Lauren's apartment, or downtown, and that has to load, too. So every time you're hitting a location or you're getting back to the, you know, main layout of whatever location you're in, it has to load. And they did put a update out that fixed it a little bit, but it's still, you just still see that loading screen way too much. You can also post to Facebook and get more gems once you reach certain levels. Initially, that didn't work, uh, but at least now that works, at least on my iPhone. I remember seeing an update that they posted on the game's Facebook page saying they had fixed that on, in, like, April or something like that. So that should be working. 
I wish there was more of an online guide for the game, or something, more of a little bit of a manual, and this happens with a lot of, you know, apps. You kind of get lost, and at one point I was just like, where do I go next? There's no trick or bow or anybody telling me where to go next, I just know I need to find the sleeping pills, which is really annoying, because that's a hard one to find. I remember reading something about the sleeping pills, it's something... And I may be wrong, but I feel like at one point it's Lauren tells you to go find it in the curiosity shop, but that location doesn't actually exist. It's in another yeah. location. No, I think it was mislabeled because in the game, as in the game, it's the collector's shop. Okay. I think so. It, something got mislabeled, but then people still couldn't find it, and I found it by uh, going down to the docks and beating a bunch of ogres. And each enemy you face has different levels. So, like, a thug can be a number one. And an ogre's like a number nine. So, basically, he takes a lot of effort and time to beat. And I'm like, crap, I gotta beat all these ogres just to get the damn sleeping pills? So, yeah, but then sometimes you just have no idea where to go. So, I just go around and defeat anything until it kind of popped up. So... That's kind of the drawback. There's, it would need, a, it should, I wish it had a little more guidance. So, you know, people are going on Twitter, people are going to chat rooms going, hey, can you give me a hand because I'm stuck? And then, uh, there's also a function where you can invite friends. And there's also, at one point in the game, you have to recruit other Fae. I've heard that that does not work, the friends function. And it, as far as I can tell, I've got these three other Fae that are on my team. I have no idea how to use them. I'm still kicking all the ass myself. Uh, but at this point, I've played the game so much, I'm fine on my own. I know how to do this. And then one of the biggest drawbacks of the game is that once you get up to level 30, all your missions kind of end. And I'm like, okay, what's next? You know, and then it says, well, the only thing left is Bo's bedroom. But that's at level 60. And I'm like, 60? That's going to take forever and a frickin' day. I mean, I want to see that what goes on in that bedroom, obviously, but level 60? So right now, I personally am just playing it for the hell of it, you know, when I feel like it. But I feel like I'm never going to get there. So the biggest thing is that this game is in desperate need of an update for more levels. You know, a lot of people just played it, and because we're... I don't, you know, I wonder how many people are just playing this game who are not fans and just like this type of game. Or there are fans like us. We are craving for anything Lost Girl and we just whip through it in like a week. We're like, okay, what do we do now? So this game really needs an update so we can get more missions because uh, we'd like to see more. So that's one of the biggest drawbacks. And for me personally, as I play it on an iPhone because it's a smaller screen, I can't tell you how many times I literally just I swear, I almost cracked my screen, thumping on the damn thing, going, I just need the puzzle piece or whatever from the Morgan's office, and it's such a small screen, and it's such a small item. I learned that I just have to be patient and keep tapping on the damn thing so I do not literally break my phone. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Maybe I'd bill, you know, Shaw Media or Emily Andrus to uh, get me a new phone. I'm sure that'd be a slow invoice to get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, most games, it's not truly, quote-unquote, free. If you really want to pay efficiently, they design it, of course, so that you have to spend money, If you, unless you really want to take forever and ever to achieve all the objectives to get through the game. You need a lot of gems to get through the game, and I said, screw it, I ended up paying $20 for, like, a pile of gems. And... I've never spent that much money on a game or an app in my life. And I'm like, 
can't believe I'm doing this for Lost Girl, but I love the game, so I'm doing it, so screw it. <laughs> but, but boy, did they bill me fast. That was a fast invoice. <laughs> so, and then when you're creating your own characters, it's just strictly, if you're creating this kind of a character, it's a male. If you're creating this kind of a character, it's a female. Like, you can only do a female succubus or a male wolf. And I'm like, well, why can't you choose? You can choose what shape their face is and what eye color and what hair color they have. Why can't you choose their sex? Right. Why not be free for all? This is the world they live in. And for that matter, why haven't we seen female wolf or a male succubus on the show? Yeah, I know a lot of people would like to see an incubus come on the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The thing that I initially thought is that when there was a game, I thought, oh, cool, I'll get to play Bo, I'll get to play Dyson or Lauren. You don't actually get to play them. You interact with these characters, but you don't actually get to play them. And I'm like, man, I want it to be Bo, kicking ass and taking names. Um, there is a point in the game where you fight Bo herself, but that fight, you are it, it is intentionally designed so that you lose and you get your ass kicked, and that's like the next step in the game. And you're like, thanks a lot, Bo. Now I have no energy points, so I have to go and get more stuff. And it's very strange. For as accurate as the game is about the production design, when you fight Bo, she has red hair. Uh, you know, it, uh, maybe she's in disguise that day, or she borrowed a wig from Kenzie. I don't know. But that bugged me <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> so um, I would love to play as Lauren, although I don't know what powers she would have. She she could give great needle and right, like, right. throw stabbing needles at you or something, or right. her lab coat is a cape or something. I mean, if Kenzie's got Geraldine, if she's got her katana, then Lauren could do stuff. And the, when it comes to the graphics, they all look pretty good. Although Dyson kind of looks like a bobblehead for some reason. His head kind of goes back and forth. And then uh, Kenzie has no neck to speak of, so she looks kind of funny. Uh, everybody else looks pretty okay. So you mentioned there were some glitches in the beginning about loading slowly. Those kind of got fixed. We've heard some about some glitches using trying to incorporate your friends as well as recruiting other Fae. And then another glitch that I read a couple people experiencing about online was when they had multiple characters and they would get like one character up to level 24 or what have you, a high level. And then they'd start a new character down at a lower level and they'd play that character for a while, get to maybe level six, and then they try to switch back over to their level 24 character. And now that first character was at level six instead of at level 24, which I'm sure was very frustrating for them. So I, I did read one person said that they contacted the game support and the support was able to restore their characters to the correct levels. So if you're having that problem, you might want to try that. And the support for the game, it's at lostgirlgame.com. It's a very simple website. It is just a contact form, so you can contact the game support. So you just fill out the information it asks for and then submit the form. And it sounds like they are contacting people directly about specific problems, but even if they don't get back to you directly, it's helpful for them to know where people are having problems so that they can fix those problems in later updates. So if you're having a problem and you haven't contacted support, go ahead and do that. Well, that's interesting because I'm thinking now I can contact them and go, when are you coming out with your update <laughs> for more levels. levels? Well, that's interesting what you said, how both fake characters, if you start them both, they should be at the same level. Because what I did was that I went through an entire game up to level 30 with one fae, and then I started another one. 
so she was always back at whatever level I had her. But the number of gems and the number of coins I had stayed consistent with both fake characters, so it was a lot easier for me to play my second game because I already had so much to go on. So that's a good tip that you told me. And so I have another tip. Maybe. So if you're like me and you're a Puritan and you don't have any devices that, that come with, with the, the iTunes App Store or Google Play, you can – there's maybe a workaround so that you could play the game on your PC. This blog, it's called the Lost Girl Episode Recaps blog. I'll post a link to this step-by-step instructions in the show notes for this episode. They posted about the solution where you install some software on your computer called BlueStacks. It's a free software that's available for both Windows and OS X computers. And what this software does is it allows you to run Android apps on your PC. So I tried to install BlueStacks so I could try out the game myself, and I actually was not successful. I tried to install it both on my PC that l- runs Windows 8 and on my MacBook, which runs OS 10.6, and I couldn't get BlueStacks to work correctly. But obviously, somebody did get it to work for them. So it might be worth a try if, if you really want to play the game and all you have available to you is maybe a computer of some kind. So there's, there's a tip for you. So we got some really good responses about the, the Lost Girl game. Thank you so much for sending those in to us. And one tweet we got from Crystal Laporte, who is... Allie Bet on Twitter. She says, pros, it's a fun game. Cons, wish it was on the Kindle Fire as well. And I'm actually in Crystal's shoes because I have a Kindle, but it's not available on Kindle because you don't buy apps through Google Play on Kindle. You buy it through the Amazon store. So I can't I can't get it on Kindle either. I have a uh, Nook, so I don't know if I can buy it from there. My guess is no. I was going to test it out just now and search and see if I could, but I hadn't charged it in a while, so right now the battery's charging on it. But again, my guess would be no, it's not available on all devices, right. so that's, you know, a downer. And then Bethany, who is Bethany TVS on Twitter, or sorry, she is Beffy TVS on Twitter. She says, pros, it's super fun, and obviously because it's Lost Girl, cons kills battery fast and forces closes slash freezes sometimes. AB, who is K9 underscore AB on Twitter, she says, I love the game. Sometimes we're not sure where to find everything, but eventually we find it. That was the same issue I had. You know, it just takes a while. You have to be patient with this game, but because you're patient with it, it lasts a long time. It took me a couple weeks, I think, to go through it at first. And this was me logging a lot of hours on it. Maybe some people are faster than me, but... Yeah, eventually I got it and went through it. And I'm still pretty addicted to it. And then, let's see, Nick, who is Lone Jaguar on Twitter, she said, The level cap has made me stop playing for now, which is kind of a bummer. Can't complain too much about a free game, though. And then Ann H., who has one of the best little Twitter pictures, like little little profile pictures I've ever seen. You should go see it. She is Ann Rue on Twitter. She says, Really disappointed I still can't make the friend part work. Want to play with my besties. And then Blue Eyed Bo on Twitter, she actually just tweeted us because we are recording this. We are live streaming our recording of this. She says, you're right. By the time you get used to playing it, then you really like it. And a big plus for the game, the price is right. So, yeah, it's a free game. It will take you longer to get through it if you don't buy gems and things like that. But it is a free game. It's fun to play. So that's that's a nice feature of it. A bit glitchy, not enough quests, but really fun is, is basically what we what we heard from people. So. 
Lost Girl is going into its fourth year of production now, and both new fans and old fans are still asking, why is there no official merchandise for the show? There, besides the Lost Girl game, that's the only thing we've gotten, and it's been really recently that that's even been on the market. On the market. So what might be some reasons, Annie, that we haven't seen more merchandise? Just my guess, but is it a rights issue with Shaw Media, which is who you, what's what you see first pop up with the Lost Girl game? Prodigy Pictures Showcase, although they just have the rights to air the show. I don't know if they necessarily have the rights for merchandising. You know, is it a money issue? Is putting money into a merchandising license a viable option for any of these companies that are associated with Lost Girl? I'm sure the producers, the cast, certainly. Someone just asked Zoe and Chris at Comic Palooza again about merchandise. They get questions about it all the time. And I'm sure they're aware of it, and I'm sure Jay Firestone and Emily Andrus are aware of it. They know we want, we as fans, want the merchandise. Zoe told a fan at Comic Palooza, this Lost Girl game was kind of a first little test to see how things would work. For whoever's doing it, I hope it turns out really well, and I hope people give it good response, because it could be kind of a litmus test for how other merchandise will work. You know, I would think and hope that the producers and the people who have the, the nitty-gritty of, you know, what rights are to really uh, hopefully produce some merchandise. And what fans want to know is who are the right people to contact, to tweet, to email. Um, I know people have tweeted Emily several times about this. And we still want to know, who do we contact? Lost Girl fans, we're dedicated, we're passionate, and we're organized. So if you tell, if some, the right official person, producer, tells us, who to tweet, who to contact, we'll do it. Really, the I, besides the game, I guess, we've had the, the DVDs and the Blu-rays that have been re- re- released of, of Season 1 and Season 2. They're released by Funimation Entertainment in the U.S. I think they're released by another company in Canada. So we've had those. And then I know that at Fan Expo and some of the Comic-Cons, they've been handing out like promo materials such as T-shirts and posters. But those have been only for if you're there at that moment, you can you can get these promo materials. Or if you do as I did and you go on eBay and you get lucky. There or is that. If you do as, <laughs> or if you do as I did and just was stupid at Comic-Con last year and didn't go to the signing because I wasn't watching the show. And a brief segue, I have vivid memories of my friends running to the fun ma- Funimation booth first thing in the morning, and asking, where do we get the Lost Girl DVDs? Because you had to pre-order the DVD, and then you got a t-shirt, and that was like their ticket to the autograph line. And I was like, okay, whatever, I'm going to go get autographs for the Hunger Games, which was no small feat. I almost got killed getting those autographs, because it was, (laughs) Comic-Con crowds are crazy. So now I'm like, oh, you're such a moron, I could have gone and got the Lost Girl autographs, but I was able to get a t-shirt later on eBay. And there have been, there's been like a really nice poster that was passed out at, I believe, New York Comic Con with all the girls on it, with Anna and Zoe and Ksenia as their characters. And I have that hanging up in my room. But, you know, there's nothing. And I am a merchandise hound through and through. So for me to get into a show and to not have oodles of merchandise, I'm like craving it. So, yeah, people want to know. Yeah, and we did ask people on Twitter what Lost Girl merchandise they'd most like to have, and the most common answers were t-shirts, action figures or dolls, hats, stickers, glassware. I saw a couple people mention shot glasses. 
and an official soundtrack. I think these are all really fantastic, very basic type of merchandise for the show to do, and it's surprising they haven't done them any- already. I know, it's very surprising. And 8x10 photos, the official photos taken, people would like those. They could just collect them or bring them to a convention for a signing. Action figures. I have a company that I like, Diamond Select Toys, which does a nice line of Battlestar Galactica action figures. Most of the time they get the features right. Sometimes they don't. And they do other properties as well. My personal favorite are trading cards. Companies like Rittenhouse Archives and uh, Inkworks, although they're currently out of business. But Rittenhouse Archives, they've done really good quality trading card sets. And with these sets, usually you get like a basic inserts a basic set which explains like synopsis of all the episodes and then you get into the higher less common sets which are like special insert sets or costume cards which is an actual piece of an actual costume although you know heaven forbid we don't want any of that leather cut up from lost girl so maybe we don't want costume cards from lost girl other big thing that I like is autograph cards. And this is genuine sanctioned merchandise. And, you know, I have known actors, you know, they'll like t- tweet out the pictures of all the cards they have to sign that they get from this company. So these are um, authenticated autographs. And it's just a nice thing for fans who can't attend conventions to get licensed autographs. Another favorite of mine is uh, Minimates. You can go to minimates.com. And they're basically two-inch toys. It's basically a collector's kind of Lego. And they are really, really well done. They've got, like, 14 points of articulation. It kind of still looks like a Lego a little bit, but the detail is amazing. And they each come with their little, you know, like Legos, they each come with their little things. So they have a Battlestar Galactica set that I've collected. They do The Walking Dead. They do Terminator. They do all the Marvel properties like Iron Man. And so I would love, love, love to see this property take on Lost Girl. It's pretty much a stretch, but Lauren's mini-mate could come with a microscope, her lab coat, and her syringe. Bo can come with her dagger, her leather coat. And Kenzie can come with Geraldine or whatever. Dyson can come with his gun and badge. And this Minimates company also does vehicles, so we could throw in the yellow Camaro from season one. But uh, that's so that's my take on merchandising. So we got a lot of of suggestions through Twitter from people about Lost Girl merchandise that they'd like to see. Sean Verma, who is Sean underscore Verma on Twitter, he says stickers, decals to personalize your items like computers, phone cases or other or on other personal things would be cool. Glasses, travel mugs, T-shirts, keychains, flags, hats, logos, anything and everything you can. He had a lot of suggestions. Andrea M., who is Humroot on Twitter, she says, necklaces, Lauren's obviously, but others folks too. And I have some good news for Humroot in particular, who I know has already told this on Twitter. But for other people who are looking at Lauren's light fay pendant and thinking, that's so pretty, I really, really want that. This is not official merchandise, so I will not say that it is the exact design, but there is a jewelry company, K. Robbins Designs, that sells a pendant that looks a lot like the pendant that Lauren wears. And I will post a link to where you can purchase that from K. Robin Designs in the show notes. So hopefully that's some good news for people in regards to a piece of merch they might really want. I'm wearing mine right now, actually. And when I met Zoe, she goes, oh, look at this. And she as someone said, she pulled a bow and she took my pendant in her hand. And I went, 
Oh god. It's a very, very surreal moment. But both Zoe and Chris wanted to know where I got it, and I said, well, it's on the designer's site, and I couldn't remember it off the top of my head. But I think it's the designer's... It's I don't know, this is just my guess, but that it's the designer's original design, and that the Lost Girl production company just bought it from her. Because on her site, she goes, this is the design as seen in Lost Girl. So I don't know if that was her original design, if she came up with it before the show or vice versa. Right. So that's that's why we won't say it's the actual official this is it design, yeah. but it looks a lot like it. So you'll you'll you will be happy with it if you are wanting that necklace. It looks it looks pretty much exactly like it. So Yes, I can tell you from personally it's a very nice piece. So And then we heard from Chris Kwan, who is Chris Jen on Twitter. She was our guest in our first two episodes. Hi, Chris. She said the most basic of fandom requirements, T shirts, a cast poster or something would be good cool too. Yeah, that's a big thing for me. I always have to have the correct t-shirt for the correct day for the correct fandom when I attend, like, Comic-Con or something. Because one day I'll go for Battlestar Galactica stuff, and I'll wear my Battlestar t-shirt. And the next day I'll go for Xena stuff, and I'll wear my Xena t-shirt. So, I, you know, that's why I made a t-shirt for Comic-Palooza. I made a t-shirt instead of God Milk. It said God Docubus. And Zoe really liked it. She said, oh, well done, you. You know, fans have been really creative in making their own T-shirts, but we want to see a T-shirt. Lauren Reddenbau, who who is Lauren Reddenbau on Twitter, she says, A Lost Girl clothing line, leather and no Abercrombie and Fitch attitude about sizes either. Dolls like the Harry Potter one by Tonner. They make 17-inch uh, Harry Potter dolls, apparently. Yeah, and I looked them up on eBay at her suggestion, and they are really, really nice really nice detailed dolls you know they're not action figures they're actual dolls and i'm not into doll collecting but if lost girl made them i'd buy them well in lost girl because their their wardrobe is so distinct and, and everybody really loves the like the leather pieces in particular i think they would really this you know this show would really lend itself well to doing dolls rather than action figures i mean they can do both of course but you know with dolls they could come with like outfit sets that you could get and change out the clothing and things like that so i love this next tweet by kathy who's army doc one three uh she simply said everything yes and yes i agree i would just get everything Thank you so much to everybody who contacted us on Twitter and gave us suggestions to use on this podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash drinks at the doll. We also have a drinks at the doll Facebook page if you want to like and follow us there. So what Lost Girl merchandise would you like most to see released first? What do you think of the Lost Girl game? Let us know. You can leave a comment on the show notes for this episode, episode three. I'll have all the links mentioned in this episode posted in those show notes as well. You can also email us directly at feedback at drinksatthedoll.com or you can call our listener voicemail line and leave us a voicemail message at 972-514-7223. My name is Stephanie. And my name is Annie. And thank you so much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.